and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, And we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Guten Tag. (laughs) Hello, my gorgeous darling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I just had a hot chocolate. Tasted good. Oh, that's so weird because I just had a hot chocolate as well. <laughs> how, like was, how was your hot chocolate? So good. All right. So <laughs> that was a mom just killed him off. <laughs> no, it was a mosquito. Oh, that's even worse. And I didn't kill it actually. Hang on. Oh God, this I'm is not a killing great it. I'm just, remo- I'm just removing it from the room. Thirty seconds. Fly in away, that is. Okay. fly away, little, little thing. How is everybody that's listening? I hope you haven't got any weird bugs in your room. Actually, our cat. I'm going to say it's our cat now. By the way, Theo. <laughs> Uh, he hit a wasp on the window yesterday night, and I think it stung his both his little front paws, but he. Seems fine, he didn't get any swelling, but he was licking it. But yeah, it's not great. All these insects. Let's um let's well, do something about that. <laughs> I think um we just have to It's because of the summer, isn't it? Well, it's definitely lovely weather right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. I don't think it's the insects fault, but No, um... it's not, it's not. <laughs> anyway. So today, so we've covered lots of things over the last few few um, episodes, and we've introduced. I think so. (laughs) We've let's just let's do a recap. So we've spoken about we've introduced form school with its association with shapes, with the elements and colours and things like that. So that's important to look out for in the landscape. That's form school. So the. I suppose what I'd like to do today is just introduce people to the possible different forms of or schools of feng shui that are available and their different applications so people can start to make some feng shui changes themselves. What do you think? That sounds good. So where do we begin? Well, we've we've covered quite a few topics already. So we've to- we've spoken about the bagwell, we've spoken about the number association with the low shoe. We've spoken about different types of chi and the elements and the different, the trilogy of luck with the uh, heaven's luck and earth luck and man luck. So we've we've only introduced these things that because they're vast subjects and it would take a long, long time to really go into the deeper layers. But we've introduced these subjects so people can look things up further than themselves. They can, there's plenty, plenty of information on YouTube and there's teachers like Joey Yap that have courses available, books available. And um, there's there's lots of other very reputable feng shui consultants that I'm sure have resources there for courses. What we're doing is just basically hoping to open up 
more awareness and um, encourage people to explore things for themselves, for explore feng shui for themselves. So and having a laugh. <laughs> well, also to help people improve their luck and to become a little bit more aware of their surroundings and the impact that it has on their health and wealth and relationships and to perhaps see um, different ways of um, feeling better and um, solving problems so that, that they're not sort of left helpless, that people can start to make differences in their lives which are effective without having to get, you know, really deeply affected by bad luck that we're offering a way out. We're offering a, a just using feng shui effectively. <laughs> no, just looking at things with a slightly different perspective, looking at energy in a different way and being forewarned, being forearmed, being prepared. I think that's that's not a bad thing. So with all that in mind, waffle, waffle, we should look at the different schools. So we've we've spoke, we've introduced the concept of qi, yin and yang, the five elements. We've looked at the bagua, we've looked at the losha, we've talked about form and how you can use that in the interiors, but as well in the, in the external environment, if you're looking at the shape of hills, um, hills in the feng shui would represent dragons. So you'd have the energy from the hills coming down or energy of mountains coming down into the land, into the valleys, where you would have ribbons of wealth and prosperity fed by the rivers and streams, which in modern day could represent roads, um, and how that would impact on people's luck. And we haven't really spoken about yin feng shui, about burial, because I don't think that's relative right now, but we can later on perhaps. But now that we should, we've sort of covered those topics Briefly, we should also consider the sort of layer beneath, which is the very different schools, variations of feng shui and the, the application they have because they're all slightly different. So you've got some that have uh, are more associated with long-term results and some that are more effective within a short term, such as three months plus. And there's some that relate to travelling and some that have um, more bearing on properties were outside of their main residence or their main office. So when they're visiting a, an overseas office or visiting um, friends, they can position themselves in a sort of their best uh, direction by using eight mansion feng shui. So there's lots of different schools that can be run simultaneously or people can just focus on one. Have I made that really complicated? <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's that. It's the fact that the cat's jumped up in the middle of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I know that, that is the in the US they have a different school of feng shui than we do well, have here. Th- well, there's there's all sorts available, and and luckily there's more and more people talking about it. There's more information on YouTube and free resources, and there's also people that are offering paid courses there's lots of books available but um, it does tend to, i find that the there's a school known as the black hat which is using the black the hat, black hat. it's using the bagua and it's using i believe the um the low shoe template but it's it's not it's 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 not really 
interested in the actual compass direction of the property or the where magnetic north is it's in it, i think i believe it puts a template over the main entrance of the home and ev- and then every sector is positioned from there regardless of the compass direction whereas compass school would actually measure true north and take readings at the the facing side of the property to determine the direction the property is facing then you can work out the direction it's it's resting in it's backed into then you so this is where you're looking at the armchair configuration so you'd have a celestial phoenix at the front and then the celestial dragon to the left celestial dra- uh, tiger to the right and the celestial tortoise to the back and they all have special um application or meaning as well so ideally you'd have an open space in the front maybe with a low mound you can accentuate that with your gardening with red flowers or red foliage lighting if you wish and then to the left you would have ideally some vegetation to represent the dragon something maybe like bamboo that can move with the wind and then that would be perhaps taller and stronger and more dominant than the vegetation to the right side of the building, which would be representing the tiger. So you'd want the dragon to be slightly, slightly not not overly, not overly domineering, but slightly more prestigious than the tiger, just so that there's an emphasis on more good fortune. Tiger's really good for change and also for this is the celestial it's different in the Basi, but this the the tiger side is very good for authority and discipline and this can can be quite sort of strong and strong energy so you don't want that to be overpowering the dragon with celestial dragon on the left side of the building and this includes your neighbors so if, if your neighbor to the left of you is slightly taller than you and slightly taller than the neighbour to the right of you, you'll have actually better relationship with your neighbours. I know it sounds daft, but this is this is this principle. And you'd also like to have the building, the back of you to be strong and sturdy. You don't want any gaps or a road or a river or a cliff or something like that because that would give you an, an unprotected wall of of defense and therefore and your chi would leak away rapidly and at this the the open space in front that's um important for the phoenix energy which is about fame and reputation and drawing attention to yourself which is actually going to be really important in the next few years as we transit into period from period eight into period nine so that's there's a lot of energy to, to do with being seen and being available being that well, there'll be competition for starters, so it's important that people do have perhaps a media presence on social platforms so that they can have an, an edge to the competition and they're more likely to land the jobs that are available because things are changing and, and we're going to see more and more of that as time wears on. You know, we've, we've obviously seen quite a lot of disruption this year and um, from February. February was a tiger month. We're in a tiger year. So it'll be interesting, not interesting, but it's, it's the change is inevitable. We can't resist it. The only thing guaranteed in life is change. So we need to prepare ourselves for change and make sure that we've got 
things covered as much as possible. And that's why I think feng shui is a gift because it gives us foresight and it does enable us to prepare ourselves and to encourage more, accumulate more favourable energy and to offer the negative energy an outlet. So we need to be aware of that. And the wood energy that's so strong at the moment, it's not favourable for everyone. And it, it will change in the summer months in, in May and June. It's going to give way to the fire energy. So hopefully situations politically around the world will show clear signs of improvement because the fire energy is on its high, high note, is associated with love, compassion, a united front, a spiritual awareness and compassion. But on a negative side that's um, the cat not me <laughs> the um energy can be quite unfortunate and can lead is is associated to conflict and war and bloodshed and explosions and so we need to really focus on the positive aspects of the fire energy that's coming through in the next even the next few months let alone what's coming through in the next few years and onwards and that is i think the more people that focus on the positive attributes of the fire energy the more that energy will increase and the less fear and anger has a grip can i just say your cat's running around like a loony (laughs) he's really got the zoomies (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can hear him through your preaching i can hear him throwing stuff away yeah what's he doing He's just doing circuits of the room. He's got, it's, he's, he's, I think he just misses you. He's just got the zoomies. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, I've been away from the cat for as long as we've been recording. <laughs> this cat is crazy. He sounds so angry. He's like a little toddler he's, throwing he's, stuff away. He's just running around. I think he wants the treats or he wants you or he just disagrees with everything I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, I don't agree. <laughs> okay, so come on, let's talk about different schools because um, we've got lots to cover. So we've we've spoken about the Bagua, so that's always a good start because then you can measure with your compass where certain sectors are in your home. If you've got a foil pen, you can measure it accurately and, and um, use either squares or triangles depending on which you prefer. Um, Circles. Yeah, like pie charts. Yeah, that's how I like it. And then you can draw on the 24 mountains, put the template on, and that could be a really good starting point because south will always be south, north will always be north, and you can just focus on the bagger associations and work at that level. That's a really good starting point, and it's um, very easy to get bagger templates online and print them off. And you can um, use your you can get compasses or smartphones to measure the direction and off you go. Then we get, if we were to scratch a bit deeper... we Mum, the cat's in the chimney. Theo. <laughs> <laughs> He's so naughty. Mm-hmm. He's been naughty all day. Mm. Okay, so then, um, thank God you can see him. <laughs> so... Um, oh. <laughs> So then one of the, there's so lots of different schools. So one that I really love is one called Chi Men Dun Jai. And that's where I, I believe lots and lots of branches of feng shui sprung from. So it's like a part of the root. 
and that's used with um, Sun Tzu in the Art of War. He used the Qi Men for his war strategy. It can be used in Feng Shui. It can be used as an oracle. It can be used in. It has lots of different applications. And Joey App has got lots of resources available. So there's there's all sorts of books and courses available if people are interested. I think online. Or they could just they could chat to you. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. And then um, another form of feng shui that I like is one called Flying Stars. And I use this I use this quite a lot, and it's been um, really effective. That's but like in- Mario, right? Well, flying stars, you you have basically you've got water stars, which are energies to, associated with wealth and prosperity, and you have mountain stars, which are more associated with health and relationships. So you've got positive and negative oh, cats ones. Cats back on the day. And the idea is, yeah, the idea is to measure the properties flying stars, and compare that with the form school that's available and compass school. So um, you're looking at the environment, the shape of the land, measuring the quality of chi. Are there mountains or hills within view of the property? Where's the shape of the roads or rivers? Oh, Theo. Can you push him off the desk? (laughs) Okay. So I'm just turning the chair. (laughs) Now the cat is settling on her. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Yeah, this is ridiculous. No, because he doesn't. He's just decided to settle down. (laughs) Not you. (laughs) He looks so happy. Can you bring him closer to the microphone? Can we hear him purring? No, because he's heavy. (laughs) Go, go on, try. Let me get the mic closer. Hang on. So flying stars, you would measure the areas where you've got good wealth stars and the areas where they're negative ones. And same for the mountain stars to do with the health and relationships. Look at the combinations. Look at the environment they're in. Is the landscape supporting them or is the landscape weakening them or strengthening them? Are any extreme? And what's the purpose of the rooms? Are they are the favourable stars in good locations are there in areas such as the where the family are congregating regularly or is it an area that's used as a storeroom or as a garage or something or even in businesses in commercial buildings is this where the 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 till is or the service desk is this where people or the toilet bathroom or kitchen if it's a restaurant so flying stars i think are really important for identifying the power points or the energy centres of a building. And the idea is is you measure where they are and the strength of them and you can enhance them using the five elements or you can weaken them and give them an outlet. So if there is bad luck, you give it an outlet. And that can be really effective. So particularly during period eight, period nine is slightly different. There's a school of feng shui called, known as the purple white script. So I th- probably that's probably going to have more obvious success perhaps for houses built during period nine but any properties built during period eight or earlier you can you the flying stars are still effective and obviously form school is is effective um then you've got some a school known as eight mansions eight mansions is actually based on the individual not on the property and this means it's got a 
a stronger bearing on the individual, but it means that you can transport it. You don't need to be in the same, you, you don't have to just have that for your home. It's actually something that you carry with you wherever you go. So it means you can use it in meetings or if you're going on a first date, you can put yourself in a position of great beauty and splendor or a position of power if you're conducting a meeting or doing a presentation. You can just sit in your favorable sector facing your favorable direction and let the stars do the rest and equally if, if you're trying to have strength over your competitor you put your competitor in, in a position where they're in a bad direction if you can because well I mean it sounds very strategic but that will enable you to be in a stronger position so using feng shui there's another one nine star key nine star keys um used um, is quite popular and that's used again with the individual it's based on your date of birth it's particularly you can look at your year your month your day the same eight mansions is based on your year of birth uh, but you can all incorporate all of them all if you if you wish because they've all got they've all got their different levels of success and um timing well why can't you why can't you use all of them at once well you can i mean i tend to focus more on i i love chi men don't die i love flying stars obviously form school is so important because we're talking about natural energy um and with the period nine the fire energy well we know that fire supports earth so the energy of the earth will become stronger and more influential so the landscape is really important where the positions of the hills are. So the shape of the land and form school is going to become very important during period nine. So we can look at that deeper later on. But um, you've still got compass school that you've got to consider. You've still got the beggar association. They're not going away. But some of the other ones are, are more flexible. And also you've got to consider your Barsi. So you've got to look at, you've got to have an understanding of what en- what the energies mean to you. So... For example, somebody born during the day of metal will favour the water energy for work, the wood energy for money, the fire energy relates to power status. Um, If it's a woman, it can relate to a a partnership with a man, a husband or boyfriend. Um, It can relate to people in authority. And the earth energy would represent resources and the metal energy would represent friends and family members or can also represent colleagues and competitors but relationships as in that level you need you need that information in order to sort of really get an idea of what's going on in your chart and what is what energies are favoring you so we, and also you have an idea of your what your goal is what you're what you're putting your focus on and then feng shui can be really supportive then it then you basically you find out your favorable direction find out the best room in the house where the best flying stars are and the best compass um, landscape configurations. And that's where you spend your time. And by doing that on a regular basis, you're going to be accumulating good luck just by by applying yourself in the, in, in the best room. I mean, do you remember how moody I got when the desk was in the north? And yeah. you've moved me and I'm better. Mm-hmm. Well, that's feng shui. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I had my desk there because, well, because there was a good star, but I think I overused it. 
Is that everything that we could learn on the surface of feng shui schools? Well, I mean, I could go into how to work it out, but I think that's going to take really a long time because it's not easy. It's not. It's not quick. So I think we could do different episodes if if you think people are interested. If people want to learn more about it, there are lots of resources available online, and people are doing courses. And in fact, even you and I could think of maybe trying to work out some courses to help people. So you know, it's never you know never say never. Obviously, if people want to ask me, they can email and let me know that they're interested or a direct message on our Instagram and Chloe pass it on to me. And um, and we can help you find maybe the resources you're looking for or maybe we'll, we'll write our own. I'm not sure. We'll see how interested people are first. Have you got any questions? No. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the cat. He's disappeared. Uh, yeah. Slightly worrying. Yeah, I did a video. In fact, I blocked the chimney. He's not up there, is he? No, he's on his blanket. Oh, yeah, I can see his face. (laughs) (laughs) That cat embodies a gremlin. (laughs) Honestly. And he's not moving either. (laughs) All right, wonderful. Thank you for your educational chatter. Let's move on to our mini reading. Okay, so we've got a young lady, and um, do you want to read out her date of birth for me? I will, and I'm going to say, stop touching things on the desk. Sorry, ready? darling. Sorry, darling. Are you ready? Bye. The 24th of October, 1983, at 4pm. Who did we get on this mini-reading lotto? <laughs> Put your hand up. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so this is a lady. So we have somebody born with the yin water um, pig energy. We have it for the year of birth. So that's where we've got the energy of the, uh, the earth reaches up and taps on the roof of heaven. So lots of water energy there. And fortunately, the pig is best, best friend. It's very lucky this year. 2022 is a big year, especially for change. Um, and for this person, lots and lots of relationships, new relationships, Maybe new so yeah, good energy, very lots of practical energy, support, good opportunities for business, lots of opportunities to change and travel. It's a progress, creative, adventurous energy. So we see this because we've got um, a water tiger year. This the best friend of the tiger is the energy of the pig. They're both combined to make wood. The person, the lady in question, is born in a wood day, yin wood, over the rooster. Not necessarily the best combination, but certainly not bad combination, um, but uh, is enhanced by the water element and, yeah, definitely the water element. So the water element's important and yin water to yin wood is a very unconventional spiritual energy. So I think this person's actually very sensitive very gentle, uh, maybe healing energy, create certainly creative energy, but there's um, strong emotional intelligence, sensitivity, but yet humbleness. But intelligence, the pig is an very, it shows deep levels of intelligence and also action. They tend to be very family orientated or very decent to their friends, but they're very humble. And sometimes their thunder's stolen. So, um, so that's not, 
that's not going to happen this year because the tiger is going to combine with the energy of the pig. So all the people born in year, month, day or hour of the pig, you've got lots of good luck to this year, lots of good energy um, available to you. So do use it because it, it it's there for, for whatever canvas you want to apply it to. Looking back to this chart, we've got the month of the water dog. Well, this is also highly favourable this year because this is a water tiger year. So we've got two lots of ren, yang water. Again, indication of somebody that's deeply intelligent, wise, knowledgeable. Um, somebody who's not just spiritual, but very practical and analytical, maybe really good with the logistics, but com um, yeah, communication with the rooster somebody that is also very loyal. The dog, energy of the dog shows stability and loyalty and strength, really good energy with the pig, definitely good with friends and family. They've got the loyalty, they've got the companionship. So somebody good to be friends with. And then we've got the day of birth, which is governed by the self-element of yin wood, now, yin wood is not necessarily in the season of the dog. So the month of the dog is actually in the autumn, whereas the energy of yin wood is typically in the spring. And we've got another sign of the autumn with the rooster. So what flowers in the autumn? Can you think of anything that flowers in the autumn? Um, no. <laughs> there, every season there's flowers. Even in autumn? Yeah, there's some, like flower. Types yeah. of trees? September, September, October. Late Even bloomers. All right, the, but the, this is what this energy is suggesting to me, somebody that's quite unique, quite special, and particularly in a season that's not easily um, or, or obviously um, supporting them. But there is support. There is water available in the year and the month. And we've also got some wood energy available in the hour of birth. And let's not forget, there's some wood energy hidden inside, of, inside the pig. So the wood energy is important for friends and relationships. And this person does have yang wood over the monkey. So again, we've got this autumn energy. Monkey's August. So we've got August, September, October, and November all in a line. So I think this lady's going to benefit actually from not only this year and next year, both really good energies for her. But there's lots of changes going on this year and next year, which are really favourable for increasing the wood and fire element, which is really important for her for connecting with others, um, being clear with that, letting her ideas grow and having adventures and moving in different social circles because the fire energy is going to be re really good for business and opportunities to, to excel and and achieve and be successful. So that's coming through period nine naturally. And um, period eight would have been a bit of a slow mover for her. So period nine, I think she's going to see results much, much more quickly, more rapidly. And start, starting from now, actually starting from February, the wood energy is, is, is 
certainly available. We see it in nature with all the changes in spring. And um, it's as we move further into the summer, she should find that there's there's much more opportun- work opportunities or, or things opening up for her. Um, that's going to be really, really good in, let's see now, so she's got some support. So she's got harmony in the year and the month right now during March, April, bit of a bit of a shift, bit of a, oh, her luck pillar right now is yang fire over the tiger. So basically she's in a really good luck pillar. So whatever's going on in April is not going to be a big deal. Could be to do with money, if I'm honest. So she's got to be careful about money in, especially April into May. Um, into June, actually, things start to open up and become more rewarding from mid-June onwards or June onwards. Uh, July, very good. Um, August, yeah, good. September, good. October, good. November, good. December, good. Sounds yeah. like quite a positive chart. Yeah, just be, she's just got to be a wee bit careful during... Um, um, April, mid to late April into the first week of May, particularly about finances. Could be she's moving house, perhaps, something there, perhaps, but also to look after her health. Um, not that I see anything bad because there is some wood energy available in April, but there's um, that's there's just a little little bump or a little something that's going to be unexpected, I should should imagine. I don't see it being a big deal. She's in good luck. Her current luck pillar is very good for opportunities, for travel, for change, for exploring different ideas. And um, so lots of, because she's got the monkey there, that's going to react to the tiger. So there'll be good and bad ideas, I should imagine, but lots of inspiration. And generally speaking, she's in really good luck for the next, um, until, when's that change? That will go through, so that's 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. So then her new luck pillar, which will begins when she's 27, is even even more good luck. So, yeah. But she, if she, if she wants more details, just let her text me or email. I'll be very happy to talk about feng shui or other ways to heighten the good stuff and give um, outlets to any challenges such as the the dragon pushing on that dog energy. In fact, she's got metal in her chart, so it's not that big a deal. I think she'll be fine. Mm. Well, thank you for doing that. My pleasure. Mm. <laughs> By the way, if anybody else has got a tiger or oh a monkey, oh my god, you're you're shouting. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I just got. I just had a really good idea. Well, inside uh, voice. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know the microphone's actually not pointed in the right way. It should be pointing up. <laughs> up. And very much further away than it's been this whole episode. I'm not very techy. But I just had a thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anybody that's got the tiger or the, the and feeling angry. Or anybody that's got the monkey (laughs) and feeling a little bit frustrated or irritated or confused, there's lots of things you can start to do now. One is one is to sit in the south sector. Let's just have a look at my phone. 
I will also take this a I'll take this moment to say if we've got any listeners that are or are friends of or family members of app developers, then please let us know because we've got a smashing secret idea for a app, but we are on the hunt for app developers. So if you know somebody or if you are somebody please get in touch because we've got a very good, good plan. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to check the best sector for March. I got a video of you and the cat, by the way. <laughs> Did you? It's so funny. I felt honoured, I'll be honest. Yeah, I haven't... Well, every time I'd walk into the room, he would just jump off of you, right? So I could actually see it now. <laughs> and he it's was like smitten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. So, oh, side note. For anyone that's been listening since the beginning of this podcast, Mum used to have a giant a 4 size magnifying glass, but now Mum has finally succumbed to wearing <laughs> glasses. That's <laughs> true. How do you feel? Oh. Tell us. Well, I suppose I can see again. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I reckon you could get some more stylish glasses than that, though. Yeah, yeah. I borrowed these from somebody at work. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> okay, so there's some good energy in the south, but there's also a flying star, which is a bit slow in the south, a bit heavy. It's not the best, I'll be honest. It's, um, in fact, it's pretty, it's it's not, if you're doing any groundbreaking, so if you're doing any renovations or moving of the furniture, don't do it in the south during March until way into April. After the 5th of April, you can. But for between now and the 5th of April, just keep the south nice and quiet. And you can sit in and use it. Just don't challenge it by moving furniture, knocking in, um, you know, making lots of disturbance and noise in the south. Unless you've spoken to a feng shui consultant, there's a reason because there's there are things around it. But there's also some really good energy available in the southeast, which um, could be good for people that are looking to increase their fire energy. But there's also some good energy. Let's see. That's one, two, three. Four. There's some good energy in the northeast. So people that are looking more for some peacefulness and some solitude, maybe they're doing some some research or some self-development. Also, there's prosperity there. Spending time in the northeast with your back to the northeast, just relaxing or eating or sleeping in that direction for a couple of hours a day, it will generally increase good opportunity and positivity. And those that are feeling angry and frustrated, you can get rid of that energy or get ideas for prosperity and progress when spending time in the southeast because we've got a combo of fire and wood in there. And then we can look at the changes. So the flying stars will change from the 5th of April. So as we approach that, we can... Um, Look at the positive and negative areas in that month. How's that? Very good. Thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. Okay, my okay, darling. Okay. <laughs> Are we finito? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, lots of love to everyone. Sorry for all the disturbances and changes and creaks of chair. It's a new chair. It does creak. (laughs) (laughs) And the cat can apologise, yeah. (laughs) Um, Ladies and gents and everybody in between, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for your time. And Mum wanted to say something. No. Can you not give me one minute? (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) My darling, go ahead. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I just wanted to say love you guys loads and see you next time. Oh, and our Instagram is at Smashing Secrets. Is it? Is it? It is. I was going to say smashingsecrets.com, but it's not that. It's Smashing Secrets. And our uh, email, if you'd like to email us, is smashingsecrets at outlook.com. And it's been a pleasure. So goodbye. And I'm not going to let mum speak. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, you, all right, go on then. Go on then. No, just, you know, <laughs> carry on. No, no, I'm good. I'm going to hang up the phone. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Sorry about my daughter. She's very dominating. I'm not dominating. The cat's dominating. In this hierarchy, it's cat, you, me. At least I'm second. Oh, yeah. At least you're second, her. Yeah, that's fine then. All right. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Don't stick your tongue out of me. <laughs>